Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the American Guns Saturday Night Live two-hour broadcast right here from the Alien Gear Holster Studios. All right, folks, we had a heck of a first hour. We had uh, some some pretty inter- entertaining things that we talked about with uh, people like Beep Bop, Beep Beep, and David Hogg, and, you know... Gun or that like doctors trying to get involved in the gun talk and basically trying to tell us that they know more about gun violence than just because they are doctors. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to keep it going here in hour two. I got a story here that I seen this break a few days ago. Um, and I got the story here by A.W.R. Hawkins that came out today. And it is a Harvard grad student is facing eviction over a legally owned and stored firearm. Now, the Harvard graduate student, Layla Pernini, was asked to move out of her apartment after her roommates discovered she possessed legally owned firearms. Now, Stephen Gutowski over at the Washington Free Beacon also wrote about this, and he reported that Pernini's roommates allegedly rummaged through her belongings while she was away from the apartment and discovered her gun and emailed the landlord to complain. One of the landlords told, or one of the roommates told the landlord, quote, we are, we discussed with Layla that all of us are uncomfortable having firearms in the house and that their presence causes anxiety and deprives us of quiet enjoyment of the premises to in which we are entitled. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Because here's where my problem lies. What the hell were you guys doing going through her belongings when she wasn't there? Does she not have a Fourth Amendment right, which is... Illegal search and seizures. So what gave you other girls the right to go through her stuff when she was gone? But yet you want to sit here and complain that you're entitled to a quiet enjoyment? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember seeing quiet enjoyment under the Bill of Rights. Oh, 
This absolutely drives me nuts that these guys were going through her stuff without her knowledge and then they want to throw a little hissy fit about it because they found a gun and then they want to say, but we're entitled to have a quiet place. Oh my God. I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind on this one. The landlord... Avid Management's David Lewis then emailed the apartment residents, including Pernini, to say he had checked with local police who verified the guns were being safely and legally stored under lock and key. Despite the fact that Pernini complied with the law, Lewis then cited the roommate's discomfort with firearms as grounds for Pernini to move out of the apartment. He wrote, quote, Since it's clear that Layla wants to keep her firearms, it would be best for all parties if she found another place to live. End quote. Really? <laughs> Apparently, so here's what I'm gathering from this story here, folks. So apparently, this apartment complex does not have a rule against having firearms, even though that would be breaking their constitutional rights to begin with, but I'll digress. But, so she had her firearms, but they were legally obtained, and they were legally stored in compliance with the law. But because you have guns, I think it'd just be best that you find another place to live. You know what? Let me tell you something here, folks. You guys remember me talking about Kimberly Corbin? Kimberly Corbin is the woman who challenged President Obama a few years back, who was a rape survivor, who was raped at while she was attending college. And Kimberly Corbin has been an advocate for rape survivors, and she also uh, has been a contributor to the National Rifle Association. And Kimberly Corbin flat out said that she would never go unarmed ever again. And if you ever heard the story that Kimberly Corbin talked about, about how she was basically held captive for eight hours by her attacker when he broke into her college dorm room and raped her repeatedly. These girls, because, you know, let's face it, liberalism has infiltrated our colleges. And they're being told every day that guns are bad. Guns are just, guns are bad. You know, they're just guns. They're They're guns. They're bad. They're evil. They're bad. So they see a gun and apparently they think they, they, and they probably sit here and think that this woman is going to go crazy one day and kill all of them because, you know, that's probably what they read and probably what their college professors tell them. And I mean, they see that on the news, you know, when the news is doing its uh, 24-7 thing. So, I mean, you know, this is just typical liberal behavior from college students. But this whole idea that, you know, oh my God, she's got a gun and we're entitled to have a quiet environment. So if somebody ever broke into that apartment, I'll tell you this right now, 
every one of them girls is going to wish that Layla was there to protect them. Because guess who has the guns and guess who doesn't? This is the part that just makes me laugh. She's in compliance of the law. Why didn't Layla go ahead and file charges for them rummaging through her stuff? I mean, if they're all roommates together and they're on an apartment, don't don't you think that out of uh, respect you don't go into somebody else's room and go through their belongings? Why didn't she file a police report on that? Well, I mean, if I was the cop showing up there, I'd be like, well, she's got a gun, but it's, it's legally complied. She She's complying with the law. So I don't see what the big problem is here. But... I do want to talk to you, which, what gave you the right to go through her personal belongings? Oh, but that doesn't matter because the ends, remember what I've said before, folks, the ends justify the means. And the ends being that, hey, we're going to get this woman out of here because she has a gun because we don't like guns and we think gun control is needed and common sense gun safety laws. So, you know, we're doing a good thing for our country here. We're doing a good thing for humanity. So let's go ahead and let's get, let's do this. And then you better hope that somebody don't break into that apartment. Because I can tell you this right now, those girls were safer with Layla having the guns there than they would have had with her not having them there. I hope that doesn't happen, but... College kids that are going off to college now are starting to realize when they hear stories about rape that's happening on colleges and assaults that are happening to women on colleges that they are wanting to protect themselves and they are taking firearms to school to protect themselves. I mean, take a look at the story I already told you about with Kimberly Corbin. Take a look at what happened with Caitlin Bennett. Caitlin Bennett is out there going to town and pushing for campus carry because as a student, when she went to Kent State University, she wasn't allowed to have a firearm. But when she became an adult, or I shouldn't say an adult, that's that's really bad word to use there, when she, because she was already an adult when she was in college. But when she was there on that campus, as a student, she wasn't allowed to have a gun because it was against school policy. But yet a non-student can walk on campus with a gun. And like she said, how does that make sense to anybody? How does that make sense to anybody here? And that's essentially what's happening in this case here. She was allowed to have, now I'm assuming by, with the gun in the apartment, that the apartment was not on campus, so it wasn't on school grounds, but she was complying with the state and federal laws. But yet, I just think it's best for you to move on, even though, you know, you're exercising your Second Amendment right. See, folks, these rights right here, and things like this, mean nothing to people like in these HOAs and these apartment complexes and these people that manage these apartments. We have an individual right 
to protect ourselves and our loved ones. That's all this girl was doing. And I can tell you this right now. If I had a daughter that was going off to college, trust me, I would want them to have a firearm. Because God forbid if somebody broke into their college dorm or broke into their off-campus apartment, they would be a way to protect themselves. There would be a way for them to protect themselves. There would be a way to protect themselves from a sexual assault or a robbery or anything of that nature. But these are gun-free zones. They're gun-free zones for who? The law-abiding American, not the criminal. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't isn't rape against the law? Uh, Yeah, but it still happens. Yeah, but I mean, if rape's against the law, and if we make a law that means that rape is against the law, then that's going to stop all rapes, right? No, Samantha's shaking her head no at me. Like, no, no, it's not going to work that way. I wonder why it is they can't get that about guns. That just because we make a policy saying guns can't be here doesn't mean the criminal's not going to bring the gun there. Well, we should probably make rape and alert, uh, uh, murder illegal too. I mean, she just pointed out that, you know, we need to you know, making guns, you know, we need to make guns illegal because the criminals are going to follow the law. I said, well, then we should go ahead and make murder and rape illegal too. Well, yeah, it's already illegal, but you know, (laughs) yeah, we're having, we're definitely having some fun with that one, aren't we? (laughs) This is just the stupidity of this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to Caitlin Bennett and, uh, Brianna Spencer and see if I can schedule with them to see if I can bring them on the show here so they can talk about that. Um, you guys already know who, um, Caitlin Bennett is. She's known as the Ken state gun girl, but Brianna Spencer is another young lady who took one of her college photos with her having a concealed cup firearm and having a Trump for women shirt on. And she is, uh, I got to tell you, Brianna Spencer and Caitlin Bennett are probably two of my favorite young ladies in the world right now because of their advocacy that they do to empower women. You know, that's something else that's kind of funny too. The left is always talking about empowering women. Well, I can't see anything more empowering than taking your self-protection into your own hands. And yet the left also wants to empower women but then they want to turn around and basically say, well, women are too stupid to own a gun. I mean, come on, folks. Diane Feinstein flat out said women aren't capable of defending themselves with these death machines called guns. <laughs> I know. It's good times. It's good times, right? All right, folks, we're going to step away for a quick timeout. When we get back, we got a story about dicks. And it's dicks sporting goods, too. All right, we'll be right back right after this. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I have tried many holsters 
with minimum success until I tried Alien Gear holsters. Alien Gear holsters are the makers of the cloak tuck inside the waistband holster, the most comfortable inside the waistband holster I have ever worn. Alien Gear holsters are made right here in the USA. They make the appendix outside the waistband, inside the waistband, and of course, the award-winning Shapeshift holster series. Each holster is made for your specific firearm. Glock, Sig, Ruger, Smith & Wesson, it doesn't matter. Go to AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their holsters. Once again, that is AlienGearHolsters.com. How would you like to go to the range tomorrow with a new gun? Jason Reeve with American Gun here. And all December long, the USCCA is running its Gun A Day giveaway. All month long, all you have to do is go to AmericanGun.info. We have a link that will take you directly to the page where you can activate a membership with the USCCA and you are automatically entered for a chance to win today's gun. It could be a Kimber, a Glock, a Sig, or even an AR-15. The gun flips at midnight and a new gun becomes available, but you can't win if you don't enter. Head over to AmericanGun.info for your chance to win the gun of your dreams. All right, folks, welcome back to American Gun, and we are going to talk about Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods gun sales have been so low that they may actually yank all of their hunting gear. Now, Dick's Sporting Goods took a firm anti-gun stance. Oh, and it still sells guns, by the way, but it only sells approved guns, the kind that anti-gunners generally pretend are fine at least until they get around to demanding those get banned too. When Dix made its announcement that it would not sell AR-15s at any of its stores going forward and that it would discriminate against legal adults looking to buy long guns, gun rights advocates called for a boycott and it was answered. So much so that the company has been reeling from lost revenues and is now at the point the company is considering cutting out all of its hunting merchandise. The CEO for the Sporting Goods Retailer said on Thursday that the company was doing a trial run at 10 locations, pulling all hunting merchandise and replacing it with other items. Though it's too early to discuss performance, we're optimistic these changes will better serve the athletes in these communities. Dick's CEO, Edward Slack, Stack, not Slack, Edward Stack said in a conference call, as reported by JS Online. The reason for the new approach may be because sales in the departments have plummeted across all of Dick's 732 stores. Specific to Hunt, in addition to the strategic decision decisions made regarding firearms early this year, sales continued to negatively impact by double digits Declines in hunts and electronics, said Lee Beltsky, chief financial officer. By strategic decisions, Beltsky, in referring to the company's announcement in the wake of the February massacre at Parkland, Florida, that it would no longer sell guns to adults under the age of 21 and that it would not only stop selling but destroy its existing inventory of modern sporting rifles at its 35 field and stream locations. Well, that's gone. That's got to stay. 
Frankly, I just want to sit here and giggle like a little schoolgirl over this crap. It couldn't help to it, it couldn't have happened to a nicer company and all that. The truth is Dix decided to virtually signal in the wake of the Parkland massacre, probably convinced that it would improve the bottom line for a short while. Well, it might have as the anti-gunners decided to patronize Dix in a show of solidarity. The problem is <laughs> the problem is that anti-gunners made a few purchases and then went back to their old habits while gun folks have long memories. Hell, some people still won't buy Smith & Wesson because of the deal they signed with HUD during the 1990s, which was several which was several owners ago. In other words, we don't forget, we can't forget, but we don't forget. More importantly, we don't forgive without a damn good reason. And Dix isn't doing that. It hasn't given us one. So now Dix is going to remove all of its hunting gear. <laughs> Figures that hunters aren't coming in. That's probably a correct assumption. However, I'm not so sure that going that it's going to make a difference. After all, a lot of people who support the Second Amendment participate in tons of sports besides hunting. They're not shopping at Dick's either. It's only a matter of time before the company must clean house or shut down. In fact, it might be interesting if pro-gunners band together to buy the company out and make the house cleaning happen a bit sooner. So what do we got here, folks? Well, basically what happened is Dick's right after the Parkland massacre was like, well, this is what we're going to do. We, we are going to go ahead and we are going to stop selling guns to legal adults, even though they become legally an adult at 18 years old, but we're going to stop selling guns to 18 to 20 year olds. We're also going to destroy all these AR-15s and because we're doing our part to end gun violence, we are going to be the heroes of the sporting goods market. Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> nope, you guys weren't the heroes. In fact, you were actually the zeros. Because Dick's sales have been reeling ever since. Now, their stock may be on the rise a little bit, but sales are sales. And if anybody's ever worked in retail, you know that sales are the backbone of your profit margins, and if you're not meeting them, well, then you got a whole nother list of problems on your hands. Dix apparently has not learned from that. All right, folks, we are going to go ahead and move on to uh, another hot topic, and that's New York lawmaker who wants to pry into your social mystery history, your social history, into your social media to see if it had a history of violence. The idea that the government is being able being able to look into your internet history of any kind is troubling, regardless of what kind of reason it gives. Absent probable cause, it's an incredible invasion of privacy, and for some people, outright embarrassing, especially because people often say or do things on social media that they might not do in person. Additionally, sometimes a joke looks very different when a third party looks at it. It's a problem. Well, odds of that coming to fruition might be happening sooner than you think. If New York Democrat Kevin Parker has his way, you would have to turn over your social media 
and search history to the authorities before you're allowed to buy a gun. This requirement is to make sure the buyer isn't a violent person. The question is, would Parker be able to buy a gun because of a search into a background shows he might be that same violent person? Kevin Parker has a history of losing his cool and roughly and roughing up people, so much so, so that courts have ordered him to seek anger management counseling. The court passed in the past have put Parker on a three-year probation for being found guilty of two criminal mischiefs in the third degree, an incident that stems from a May 2009 confrontation with New York Post photographer William Lopez. Lopez was covering a story about Parker's home facing foreclosure in a Brooklyn neighborhood. After Lopez took a picture and his flash went off, Parker became enraged. He proceeded to chase him down and attack Lopez by punching him. Parker was then was on to break Lopez's expensive camera and attack Lopez's car. Now, folks, I want to point this out. Not only did Lopez lose his property and attack, but Lopez also had to seek treatment in the hospital for cuts and bruises and a broken finger. Parker was able to beat most of the charges, but using the political motive charge defense that he was politically motivated, Parker did end up having to pay $672 in restitution to the New York Post for the damage of the camera, Parker also had to pay $1,194 in damages to Lopez's car, and the court ordered Parker to stay away from Lopez. Parker was facing prison if the jury would have convicted him of all charges. He did lose his leadership position as majority whip of the chair of energy committee in New York State. Like so many other people, it seems that Parker is guilty of projection. If he's the kind of person who would beat up a newspaper photographer, he simply assumes others are prone to violent outbursts as well. If you assume others are like that, you would be especially worried about gun owners who aren't you well, you know, you'd be a little bit worried about other gun owners uh who aren't relate related or re <laughs> li- I can't even go here. I'm messing up on my notes so bad right now. The bottom line is this, folks. But that's not what people are like. Not most of us, anyway. Most of us want to go about our way and live our lives. We have a gun in the case we need, in case we need to defend ourselves from violent thugs. You know, people like Parker. Well, let's put it this way, folks. Parker wants to tap into your social media accounts to see if you've done anything on there that might be portrayed as violence. Now, if we look at anything like the assault weapons bans and things like that that they try to pull, well, we're not exactly really going to know what they're looking for because they change the definition every year. But one thing that you're probably going to wind up seeing is, you know, if you post something funny on there or you post a meme or a joke, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, they might construe that as, oh, you're a violent person. You don't get a gun. Now, granted, we all do some stupid stuff on social media. We say some goofy things and do some goofy things. But if this guy has his way, he gets to invade your social media account, which is your privacy. He gets to invade that and then determine whether or not you get a gun. And folks, let's just put it this way. Most people who carry guns aren't violent people. They generally are not violent people. Most of us, like I pointed out, most of us just want to live our lives and do our own thing. That's how I am. I just live my life and do my own thing. Do I carry a firearm? Yes, I carry a firearm. That's just in case evil decides to pay me a visit or pay me and my family a visit when we're out at a restaurant or we're out at the store shopping. I have the means to protect myself and my family. And like I said, from people like Parker, who apparently go and beat the crap out of photographers just because the flash went off. Well, here's kind of the thing, Parker. If you didn't want to be in the public eye, maybe you shouldn't have went into public service. Just saying. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. But if this guy gets his way, he's going to be able to look into your social media accounts. He's going to be able to sit there and take a look into your social media and then make a decision on what whether or not you get a gun or not. And I think it's absolutely ludicrous to do that. But then again, we are talking about New York here. It doesn't it really doesn't surprise me that they want to go there. So, with that being said, We'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. But I will caution you, gun owners, you better start paying attention to this because this is exactly the kind of stuff that if it passes in New York, they are going to try to move it across country. I can promise you that. So you might want to keep your eyes out on this. We're going to keep track of it here and see where we go from there. All right, folks, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back right after this with more American Gun. Hey everybody, Jason Reeve here. As you know, I am a proud supporter of the United States Concealed Carry Association. But I'm not only a supporter, I'm a member. The USCCA is the greatest organization for the responsibly armed American. That is why American Gun is partnered with the USCCA to bring you life-saving tips and training for you, the American Gun listener. The training includes countering a mass shooting, concealed carry and home defense fundamentals, advanced fighting and survival tactics, and women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals. And that's not all. We also have a link for you to get 100% peace of mind by joining the USCCA and getting the Self-Defense Shield, the greatest self-defense insurance you'll ever need. If you ever have to defend your life or the lives of your loved ones, the USCCA has your back. Head over to AmericanGun.info and see the exclusive offers from the USCCA. This segment of American Gun is being brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. 
Welcome back to American Gun, folks. All right, we are going to take a nice little trip over to Nevada. And Nevada, I got to say this because I said this to you right after the midterm elections, you ain't got nobody else to blame but yourselves. You ain't got nobody else to blame but yourselves because you guys failed to show up to the polls on election day. And because of that, a Democrat got elected your new governor. And guess what? He's already planning to push gun control in the state of Nevada. So you guys there in Nevada, you done messed up. You screwed up big time. And this is going to come back and bite you guys square in the rear ends. There's a lot of political races going on before the 2018 midterms. And unless you were impacted by them directly, most of us this missed a number of them. While the gubernatorial races in home states, in states like Georgia and Florida, was one of the battlegrounds, plenty of other states weren't. One race I paid little attention to was Nevada, which was a state that went to Hillary Clinton in 2016. It has been a battleground state since 19 any, or 19 any, 1992, which means any could, anything can't happen. Well, they picked themselves an anti-gun governor, it seems. Governor-elect Steve Sisolak says tougher gun laws are one of his top priorities as he takes the top office in Nevada. He told the Associated Press that he wants to see the state ban assault weapons, silencers, and bump stocks, which the gunman used in the Las Vegas shooting to modify his gun to mimic the firing of a fully automatic weapon. Oh, give me a break. They're making that argument again? Yep, they are. Sislak told the Associated Press that he doesn't have any specifics in mind just yet, but we don't need to see specifics. He's a gun-grabbing zealot who wants nothing more than to undermine the entire Second Amendment. Of course, Nevada is probably still smarting from the horrors of the shooting in Las Vegas, but that doesn't excuse anyone for trying to destroy citizens' Second Amendment rights. The Las Vegas gunman carried out his horrific and horrendous attack, but banning guns for the millions in the state who didn't do anything wrong is hardly a rational response. There's nothing that Sisolak proposing that would have positively impact have any positive impact on anything except the feeling of the left-leaning anti-gunners that is. But then again, it's what Democrats do. Oh, there are few Democrats who are pro-gun, don't get me wrong, but we all know there are exceptions to the rule. At this point, I'm not even sure there's enough to for an exception to stop the House from trying to ram gun control down our throats. And like we said, folks, you're going to see that coming. You are going to see that coming in the next Congress. Most Democrats want nothing more than to destroy our rights, starting with the Second Amendment, and Sislak is just another example of that. Meanwhile, if he succeeds and Democrats control the state's assembly and Senate as well, he is most likely will be, he will, so he will most likely will be, he preened about how Nevada is safer than ever and all this crap, but it's all lies. It's lies. 
And I think he he and the rest of his party know it. They know an assault weapons ban won't do anything. Just like places like California, which has high crime and strict gun laws. Look at Baltimore, which has tough gun laws and out-of-control murder rate. Let's take a look at Chicago. Tough gun laws and out-of-control violence. Gun control doesn't make us safer. It just hurts the innocent. When are these people going to get it through their skulls? I know, I know. I'm getting that look again from the from the soundboard. I know, I know. Never. If they thought clearly enough, it's unlikely most of them would even be Democrats to begin with. Folks, let's take a look at let's take a little deep dive into this, okay? So this governor is coming in, basically like Phil, I don't care about your rights, Murphy in New Jersey, which we're going to take a trip to New Jersey in our next our next segment as well. But he's come into the state and he's basically toting this whole idea that, hey, well, you know, because of Las Vegas, we need to ban assault weapons, ban bump stocks, and ban high-capacity magazines. Now, guys, Las Vegas, don't get me wrong, Las Vegas was one of the most horrific mass shootings that we've ever had in this country. It was the most horrific mass shooting we've ever had in this country. But let me ask you a question. Why have we not heard anything about what happened in Las Vegas? Because the story's changed about five times. We still don't know clearly what happened. And the second thing I want to know is, anybody who knows anything about Las Vegas, and trust me, I have never been to Las Vegas. But I'm just saying, everybody knows there are cameras everywhere in those hotels and casinos in Las Vegas. And you mean to tell me that nobody noticed that this guy was taking as many guns and bump stocks and ammunition up to that room? Nobody noticed that? Why is it that when anything else happens... Okay, I'm going to use this for an example. Why is it that when, you guys remember that Daytona 500 or that Coca-Cola 400 that they do in Daytona a couple years ago when Austin Dillon's car flipped into the catch fence and yet there were people on their phones that had cameras that caught him flying into the fence as it was happening live and we can catch that but yet a hotel in Las Vegas can't catch or pick up anything that this guy is taking a butt load of freaking stuff up to his hotel room. Nobody noticed that. And guys, I, I want to go on bump stocks here for a second. They're always talking about banning bump stocks, banning bump stocks, banning bump stocks. I mean, there's word that President Trump's even thinking about signing an executive order to ban bump stocks. But guys, bump stocks have only been used in one crime. One crime in the history of bump stocks. There have only been one crime. And that was Las Vegas. But yet, the left wants to continue to push this narrative that the bump stock has to go. We gotta ban bump stocks. Now, this whole idea that 
Nevada is going to be safer if they pass these bump stocks? Well, let's take a look at some states that already have assault weapons bans. California, New Jersey, New York, Maryland. Now, with the exception of New York, because their numbers aren't as high as they are, but let me put it to you this way. (laughs) Why is it the states that have the assault weapons ban also have high crime? Let's take a look at Maryland. Maryland has an assault weapons ban. But yet Baltimore is the most dangerous city in America. New Jersey has an assault weapons ban. And yet, they have high crime. California has an assault weapons ban. And yet, they have high crime. You guys catching the pattern here? Stay with me. So... How does anybody who is intellectually honest going to say that if we do all these, we're going to be safer when it has failed in California and Maryland? And we should ask David Hogg. <laughs> we, should, we should ask David Hogg. How it makes everybody safer. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That, that was really, really good. Woo! Gosh, that was good. I said we need to ask intellectually honest people, not people who aren't intellectually honest. Come on now, stay with me. Ooh, gosh, I don't even know if I can continue on with that. That was that was good. Sometimes, folks, sometimes the radio that is the best is the radio you can't hear. And that was one of them them moments right there. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and take a look at Chicago. Chicago's got that too. But like like I said, hey, we told you guys this when this happened. When we looked at Nevada. Now I didn't play, pay close attention to it. And that, that's my fault for it anyway. But the point that I'm trying to make is. We all warned you guys about you know the Democrats. And what they were going to do. And how they are going to try to take away your guns. And, 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 and you know everything like that. And yet you guys still put them in. Now I get it. Maybe some people were still kind of you know. Like we said reeling from the shooting that happened in Las Vegas, but even if that is the case, you know, none of the gun controls that people were proposing would have stopped it. I mean, Dianne Feinstein even went on the media or on Face the Nation or whatever it is and flat out said that there was no gun control law that they could have passed that would have prevented the Las Vegas massacre. I'm really having a trouble speaking tonight, ain't it, folks? Well, it is almost midnight, so I mean, we did get pushed back an hour because of a, a football game, but whatever. I'll digress on that. But we're seeing that all the time. That right after a massacre, you tend to see the push for gun control, and people's emotions are high. 
But once they get off that emotional high and they start thinking logically, they're like, well, wait a second here, you know, how is that law going to prevent me from getting shot at? How is this going to prevent? Because it then it clicks in your brain that, hey, wait a second. Criminals don't follow the law. So why are we passing these laws? Because these psychopaths and scumbags and oxygen thieves, they're not sitting here and doing that. They're not looking at it that way. They're going, ah, screw it, I'm going to die anyway, so why should I care about the law? Yes, it's that simple. That's why I said, why doesn't any intellectually honest person take a real hard look at this? I mean, think about this real hard. Because anybody who is intellectually honest is going to sit here and say, well, wait a second. How's that going to prevent this from happening? And yet it doesn't. I mean, I could go, I could do a whole show just on that, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> I do love the whole Ask David Hogg. That was great. That That was great. He'd probably tell you the same thing Feinstein would tell you. Well, we need to get those weapons of war up the street. Don't even know what a weapon of war is. <laughs> All right, folks. We are a step away for our last break. And when we come back, we're going to slide into home. But we're going to take a trip to the Garden State. So we'll be right back right after this. Hey folks, Jason Reeve here. Are you looking for a safe way to do your dry fire training? Well, look no further than Barrel Block. Barrel Block is a simple, easy to use training device for your firearm. Barrel Block comes in all handgun calibers, even 5.56 for your semi-automatic rifle. Barrel Block quickly converts your firearm into the ultimate training tool. Nothing is safer, faster, or more realistic than Barrel Block. Visit them at blocksafety.com. That's B-L-O-K safety. Dot com. How would you like to go to the range tomorrow with a new gun? Jason Reeve with American Gun here. And all December long, the USCCA is running its Gun a Day giveaway. All month long, all you have to do is go to AmericanGun.info. We have a link that will take you directly to the page where you can activate a membership with the USCCA and you are automatically entered for a chance to win today's gun. It could be a Kimber, a Glock, a Sig, or even an AR-15. The gun flips at midnight, and a new gun becomes available. But you can't win if you don't enter. Head over to AmericanGun.info for your chance to win the gun of your dreams. Welcome back to American Gun, and welcome to the Garden State of New Jersey. And we are going to take a look at Gun Control Fails in New Jersey. Now, two thugs chased a 19-year-old woman across the street into a store and then executed her by shooting her 20 times. She died on the weekday afternoon in broad daylight. She was killed in front of witnesses in Trenton, the state capital of New Jersey. The murder was caught on security cameras. New Jersey politicians and the news media tell, told us time and again that this would never happen. We are supposed to be safe since the, since the rigorous gun control laws in New, New Jersey have disarmed the criminals. That's obviously isn't true. And New Jersey politicians and the news media, well, they lied to us. 
In fact, honest, law-abiding people were disarmed while the criminals still had their guns. Gun control failed again, and today, honest people pay with their lives. Haven't we had enough? Gun control in New Jersey style. New Jersey has some of the strictest gun control laws in the United States. The Giffords Law Center, funded by Michael Bloomberg, gives New Jersey a A- rating for gun control. And I quote, New Jersey has some of the strongest gun laws in the nation. The state requires the licensing of all firearms dealers and their employees and requires a permit to purchase a handgun. Well, unfortunately, criminals don't obey gun laws and they don't buy their guns from federally licensed dealers. don't know why they never figure that out. New Jersey requires a permit to purchase, purchase a handgun, rifle, or shotgun. So, before you can even go buy a gun, you have to get a permission slip from the government. Hmm. What was that part about shall not be infringed? Oh yeah, that's right. In New Jersey, it shall not be infringed unless you get permission from the government. (laughs) You won't get a concealed carry permit in New Jersey either, unless you are a politician or a judge. Honest, law-abiding citizens can only buy one gun per month. But it takes months to get police permission to buy a handgun. Add a state-mandated seven-day waiting period on the top of those delays. Ammunition magazines are limited to the maximum capacity of 10 rounds. New Jersey gun owners can be charged with a crime if they are late reporting a stolen gun. A honest gun owner can be held liable for the actions a criminal takes if they stole their gun from you. New Jersey gun laws didn't stop the murderers murderers who shot the 19-year-old woman from getting a gun and carrying their guns in public. Those laws didn't stop the criminals. It can take an honest person at least a half of a year to get a firearm legally in New Jersey's. Criminals can buy one in an hour off the street. Well, let's take a look at the crime in Trenton. One horrific story is not the same as data. Unfortunately, this story is repeated day after day across the city. Trenton is 32nd most a dangerous city in the United States. They're 32nd of worst cities in the United States. Though a car once you are going to commit murder, there is no deterrent. No penalties. That charges your behavior. Once you're a gang hitman... Once you're the gang hitman. That is why gun control only disarms honest people. Which is what the dirty Jersey politicians wanted all along. Gun control works for Jersey politicians but fails New Jersey residents. Honest people each year die because of this reason. Folks, that is some pretty scary numbers there. That Trenton is one of the worst cities. And of course, Trenton is where Governor Phil I don't care about your rights Murphy lives. But you take a look at this here, folks. And I mean, really take a hard look into this. New Jersey has some of the best gun control laws 
Well, I can't call them gun control laws. They have some of the best gun safety laws on the books. Because this protects the criminal, not the law-abiding citizen. Do you honestly think that that criminal is paying attention to, hey, 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 Snoop. Hey, Snoopy. You can't do that, man. We can't go kill those gang, our rival gang. If you got, you, you can't use a 15 round magazine, man. That's against the law. You think he really cares about, do you think Snoopy really cares about that? Snoopy's going to go use whatever he can to get the job done. Remember when we talked about this before, folks? How Giffords gave Maryland an A- rating as well? And yet that kid was able to buy two guns legally and go shoot up that football championship down in uh, Florida? We got the same thing here in New Jersey. Trenton and Camden are two of the most dangerous cities in America. And yet... The politicians keep saying, we need more gun control law. Even after this shooting that occurred, Phil Murphy is going, we need more gun control. It's never enough. It will never be enough. And if you think that giving them something is going to crave them, is going to fix their cravings, you're dead wrong. That's not how it's going to happen. All right, folks. Thank you very much for listening to American Gun tonight. So glad you could be with us. You can join the conversation at AmericanGun.info. We got a comment section right there where you guys can go ahead and leave me your questions, concerns, hate mail, whatever you want. You can also follow me at JasonReeve81 on Twitter. Join the conversation. I do enjoy engaging with people, so you can go ahead and do that if you'd like. Also, don't forget the Gun a Day giveaway is in full swing. Check us out at AmericanGun.info for your chance to win the gun of your dreams. Until we meet again on the radio come Tuesday. Remember, folks, stay safe, take care of one another out there, and an armed society is a free society. Good night, everybody, and enjoy your weekend.